Yeah, you see? Something that's always so, you don't notice it. Just like the gravity example. You don't know the effects of gravity. You'll swear that hill is so high. That hill is the highest, that's the hardest hill I ever walked. It wasn't the hill, it was the gravity. Yeah? You went against gravity, and gravity was pushing your body down, and you're blaming the hill. Yeah? I mean, here's, here's the knower and the doer and the, the unbelievable clear visionary of one's life, and you can't even lay credit or blame on what it, what's causing things. Yeah? Literally, people are walking right now on a hike and go, fuck, damn this hill. Damn this hill. It ain't the hill. The hill is totally neutral. Yeah? It's a force that you're not seeing that causes a weight to be pressed on your body if you go against it. Yeah? Well, in a way, we're going against the way, and we don't see that force, but it's like we're going against current. We're going against the wind in selfing. We're trying to propel ourselves. We're trying to live on self-propulsion because we're not picking up any strong, long-lasting, ever-blowing wind. We're picking up mental winds that come and go. Yeah, jealousy and greed and self-importance and then self-loathing and tons of these things moving through. Yeah, that are guiding our life and pushing it, and we have no idea where it's coming from. We have tons of idea where it's coming from, but if you look. They're not, they're not true because any time you think, oh, I know what the problem is, it very rarely ever solves the problem, does it? I know I'm fucked, but you're still fucked. What's the point of knowing it? That's, to me, that's the ultra screwed, yeah? You're getting screwed, and then you know you're getting screwed, then the screwing gets up to the ultra screwed. You're ultra screwed because now you know that you shouldn't be screwed, but you are screwed. <laughs> You don't see, it fails constantly. The field of knowledge, the reasoning, the logic, it's failing constantly, and we almost have an adamant refusal to realize that. Yeah? We go back to it over and over again, rely on it, rely on it, rely on it, rely on it. It has produced like a huge Petri dish of potential fear that the mental anxiety is being gyrated and, and generated from there, just popping on our screen all day. Yesterday, tomorrow, cancer, destitution, girlfriend leaving, dude, girlfriend staying, you know, it could be tons of things, just on and on and on and on. And there we are, like strapped to this porno chair, watching, oh, but it's all about me. Oh, it's so fucking interesting to no one other than you. Yeah? No one will, unless they want to sleep with you or have you lend them money, they're not going to listen to you most of the time. They're not. They want, there's an agenda for the listening. You're paying for someone to listen. Yeah? You basically are. You're paying them for it to listen. And once they get the payment, they're not interested at all because they never were interested. I don't care if you, you know, I don't care if you were divorced because I don't care if you were married. Really. I don't care. It's just, you know, oh, did you hear who's divorced? No. Were they ever married? Oh, they're divorced. Oh. I know it's okay, but, I mean, we have a way of trying to relate to each other, and sometimes we can relate to each other in all of that, 
because there's more camaraderie in what's taken us over than the freedom from it. Yeah? So we're all co-signing and, oh, yes, this is my fifth divorce. Oh, Jesus Christ, five divorces. Yeah. It says it so clearly in a very, a book that has been so neutered by most of society because it's only for alcoholics and drug addicts, the big book of AA. I'm telling you, I've read a lot of scriptures and I've read a lot of new stuff. No, I haven't actually, but in the past I had. One of the most valuable ones out there is the big book. You know, it is. It's, it just, it describes the problem. It doesn't spend 800 pages describing the solution because that would just become a bigger problem for you if the problem's not dealt with. So the book starts with the problem. A lot of these books start with this great solution. All there is is the oneness. Well, are you feeling it? No. Then let go. I would if I could. I can't. You understand? Just surrender. I don't know what that fucking means. You know? Just just give it up. What? I don't know if I'm holding I don't know what I'm what am I how can I choose? You know? I mean they proceeded they proceeded they didn't just they didn't describe the solution they described the effects of the solution because then you can recognize it on the experiential level you're not going to recognize very rarely here that all is one those are events that happen and inter, and intersect the linear story but most events that we can relate to are experiential yes so we want us we'll know we'll know the tree by the fruit so we'll know the state of mind by what it's producing. We can't really know the state of mind, yeah? But we can know we can know it's intense by what it's producing. In other words, if you read the tea leaves, you'll realize what tea tree is coming from. Yeah? So here in the experiential level, a lot of those books I read never correlated, never translated into experience like recovery has for me. None. Not even close. Yeah? So one of the big things he says in this big book, he says, being, con- oh, he says, self, why are you in so much fear today? It's a great little question, yeah? Why are you in so much fear today? Okay, you have a couple hours, let me tell you why. I have this knee, and I'm losing money, blah, blah, blah. No, all right? Oh, well, bring out even my old story. I got hit by a car in 1980. No. Oh, my mother was an alcoholic, and my sister and brother killed themselves. No. That's not why you're in fear today. Why? Isn't it self? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed you? What? Oh, yeah. Well, what the hell does that mean? Let's find out. Yeah? Let's find out. Okay, reliance. That, what, what does that mean? To lean on or to depend on? Yeah, basically. Okay, so there's a lot of definitions of it. Some people, if the reliance goes too crazy, they have programs called Codependent Anonymous, where you become too dependent on something, yes? This person to be your higher power or your life, whatever. And it gets, it gets, it gets perverted, yeah? The mind, the, mental, the conditional mind goes crazy. They become the higher power, you adore them, and then you hate them when they leave you or they disappoint you, which they surely will. Yeah, because it's, they're not it. Yeah. Okay, so let's take reliance and take it as far as we can take reliance to. All right, now there's an old, there's these old movies where there's a starlet and she has a lots of fans and there's this is one fan that's always writing her 
And when she's signing up at her book signing, she's there and she's wearing the same outfit the, the starlet's wearing. And she's got the same hairdo and she's had plastic surgery to look at the starlet. It's getting a little spooky, you know what I mean? And then she's going into the starlet, starlet's email and finding out her boyfriends and she tries to date her boyfriends. And so she's got her reliance on the starlet is gone extremely a little farther to a, an obsession to the point where she wants to be the starlet, yeah? But she can't be the starlet. Why? Why can't I be the starlet? Because you're something else. You know what I mean? <laughs> You've got this one roadblock. You can't, no matter how many detours and signs you put up, it's going to stop you. You can't be her because you're another her. Yeah. Okay? All right. Well, let me leap over that. Hey, I can be kind of identified as her. That, to me, would be a huge high form of reliance. And what has happened in our mental state? The mind, through the auspices of the mental state, has become identified with this feeling, this sense of being a self. Almost like it's a hologram up there now. Anytime there's an action, there's a little sense of a picture of you being the actor as a body. Yeah. Every time there's a thinker, there's a thought, there's a sense of you as a, as a body being the thinker, yeah? Every time a feeling, feel, you feel it, there's a sense it's you feeling the feeling, yeah? And yet that you, even if you could see that you feeling, claiming to have be the feeler, that would still be a foreign installment, yeah? But because it goes another step and it's called me, then, aha, it, ha- it rings the bell, Yes? Almost like it's almost put the, the doubt of identification to rest. Because now, the act of being the doer, that's a you. Everything's been attributed to the you, but suddenly the you now is attributed to a me. Yeah? Which is like the hybrid of the spirit and everything you can't really denote and, and then wedded with the body. And now it's me, a special me. Even though this you is doing what every other you does, yes, with self-centeredness as its mental helmet, it's seeing an action, and then it's forgetting it's the seeing of the action, and it takes itself to be the seer of the action, and the seer points to me as the actor, yes? The seeing is a verb, that's cool, but when the verb is now constrained to be a, a noun, then that's appointed to you, yeah? The me. The everlasting me. That's not everlasting at all. It's produced every day. So when I heard this lady at a meeting talk about, you know, I'm so obsessed with myself, all I think about is me all day. And I think everyone here is thinking about me. But she was meanting her me, but everyone was thinking about me. All these yous have... an advanced chip in there that the you implies a me and the me is an independent, separate, long-lasting entity with life, with awareness, with consciousness. But I'm aware. I'm conscious as this entity. That's what it does. That's its presentation. And then it uses the freaking navigational system located in the brain, your little Google GPS, which is the thought system to reinforce the sense of being me all day. Yeah? Giving the claiming to be you, I did it, you know, you did it, but the you will be, oh, ho, ho, no, it's me. And I know I did it, but my intentions were different 
than the actions of the body. Because I'm, I'm the body, but I'm not the body. There's a me there, and I really wished you well while I was fucking you over. You know, so please, for, you know, forgive the body, but the me is got this pristine. It's so, it's looking at everyone's well-being, yeah? Which is not the story of the action figure. You're running over people, you're hurting people, you're ripping them off, but you have no idea. You believe the me is in this, like, it's like washed in there like a very, very beautiful golden light, a mental, a mental shimmering membrane, totally encased in isolation. It's separate from everything. I don't care what you and you and you did. It's not me. 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 You robbed a store. You're a fucking asshole. Me, I robbed a store. I'm a, I'm a starving artist. See? You don't understand. I had to do it. You didn't have to do it. I had to do it. I had to get high. You can get sober. I can't get sober. You don't understand me exactly. I understand me exactly. It's not you, brother. It's not you. It's not a specific little me that you're the only bubble or the only snowflake in this fucking blizzard that has that shape. No. Everyone here has the me. Yeah? Sitting on the sense of you. Yeah? And re- being reinforced by the thought system. Paul freaking day. So it doesn't matter if the thought system fails you, it still reflects you as a me. Go ahead. Give me your, another crazy idea. I'm telling you, this, this is how I lived. When I was out there, I, give you, I use this example because it just explains everything in my life before I got sober. I had a court date, yes, let's say October 1st, and it was September, let's say, 15th. And I was afraid to go to the court date because I thought I may end up in jail. Yeah, I was really afraid of jail. The court date wasn't the problem, but court date usually led you know led me to go to jail, like maybe right away that day. So I was afraid to go to jail, so I didn't want to go to that court date. So I was sweating, and I went to my Greek oracle. You know, the the all seeing eye behind the very dim seeing me. And it said, listen, just don't go to court. (laughs) If you don't go to court, you're not going to go to jail. Fucking far out. All right. Oh, wise one. I will take your advice once again. Even though all these scars tell me I'm really, really stupid to do so, I know this time it's going to work out. So here I go. October 1st comes, I'm kicking back, drinking beer and... uh, I think of those poor Jamokes in 850 Bryant, you know, sitting in the courtroom. Oh, it's worked. Once, once again, my solution worked. I'm free from that fear of jail. So I'm driving around the next day with my girlfriend's car, and the police pull me over because one of the parking lights was broken. And, uh, of course, I want to throw a tantrum because I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. Why are you pulling me over? He said, well, you have a broken taillight. He goes back into the car, sits in there for 15 minutes. You know what happens, you know, if you've ever been through this. If you haven't, if you hear this statement, you're going somewhere, which is, Mr. Hadwin, will you please step out of the car? If you hear that statement by, you might as well, you know, you might as well accept the situation. So that's what happened. Knock the door, and I go, and I go, why? What happened? What's going on? He says, well, you missed a court date October 1st, and a, be- a bench warrant was issued. Now, I have never studied law about that if you miss a court date, a bench warrant is used to issue, which means if seen on site, you go right to jail. 
So now I'm going to jail. Now I, I'm in jail and I have two court dates. That's the solution. The solution was not to have go to jail. I'm in jail and I have two more court dates. This was one decision out of many every day for years. You don't see where I ended and why I ended makes sense? Any life run on self-will will hardly be success. I'm telling you, hardly is a... That's, 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 that's undersizing it. You know what I mean? It can be a catastrophic failure. So, yes, this is it. Whatever you want to do, all your other practices and stuff like that, if you don't look back while you're looking forward in all these practices, you're going to be lost. Lost because there's going to be an assumption it's you on the path to the road of happy destiny. And it's not the road that can lead you to badness or goodness or happiness or joy. It's the one who's on the road. You're the harbinger of it all. You know, you can work it any way you want. You're not going to go over this incredible speed bump. It's not going to work. The sense of being you is going to follow you into whatever you do. The most noble endeavors, your shadow will be there. Yes? The most crass endeavors, the shadow will be there. You want to get rid of the shadow, but you don't understand it's being cast by this. This, not that. There isn't no shadow that's driving you fucking crazy. You're the projector, projecting of the shadow. You, the identification is being you. See that, and then stop, and then see where you want to go. And you'll do whatever you're doing. If it's such a hot pursuit for this, it'll be a leisurely stroll. Because you'll know, you, you'll know, and there's nothing wrong with this place, you'll know nothing out here has what you need. Because in a sense, you don't need anything on that level of wellness and spirituality. You need a lot of shit for, shit for the body and maybe the emotional state, you know, you're having a bleak day or pills and this and that. Yes, needs, needs. Trying to keep something that's unstable somewhat stable is, jo- is a is job. It's a job. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, but what you are, you don't have to amplify what you are. It's as loud as loud can be. It's so loud you're not hearing it. Its loudness is so infinitely loud, it's, it's, it's construed as silence here. Yeah. Don't let your head, your little head, become the big honcho. Yeah. You can maybe think, you, you can change a lot of things that seemingly are so, but you can't change what's so. All you can do is abandon yourself to it. It doesn't mean that you abandon. Abandon the fucking self. Here. It says we need a you know, we turn our will lives over to the care of a power, higher power or God of its own understanding. Or, you know, uh, some power that's greater than self. That's all that's required. You may not be able to sit with that you are that power right now. Because you may be so, the mental state may be so defined as a me that it won't work. So you get an intermediary. That's what AA says. Make it of your own understanding, anything. 
You can make up a higher power because now instead of directly plugging into this source, you'll have you'll get a, lo- a long, long, huge outlet to plug into this source. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll run it to three like uh, distribution centers, but the source of it ain't from them. It's you coming back to you. And when it hits you, that's what you'll realize instantaneously. What you have been looking for is what's looking. What you've been seeking is the seeker. But in the, as when it's construed as a seeker, you won't find it. It's in the seeking. It's in the non-seeking. It's the, it's the verb of living. Yeah? It's that awareness. That's the context of this whole place. That's why we're missing it. Because it's all... It's like that fish probably never realizes water the whole time it's in it. Its whole life is totally encased in water. It probably has never had an experience of water. It has an experience of water when it gets pulled on the deck of the boat and it flips out. That's its only experience of water. It's in water the whole time. It never has an experience of it. Yeah? Well, this is even deeper than that. You cannot have an experience of what you are. That's what's having all the experiences. What's having all the experiences can't be experienced. All right, page 83. Where's the exception? There is no exception. That's why these masters came. Hoang Po said, hey, listen. You can use mind to seek mind for eons and nothing will happen. You can use the Buddha to seek the Buddha for eons. Eons is quite a long time eons and nothing will happen why did he say that to punish you he said it to save you some time because all these practices to, to deflate the self sometimes is, is, uh, is being used to blow the self up now you're a meditator God forbid someone in your community can say you're, you're spiritual holy shit alright Got to go to that meeting, but let me get my spirituality on. Yes, loving gaze. Yes, sit straight. Yes, make sure never. If someone walks in, don't look. Just keep your attention. You know, you're totally indifferent to everything going on around you. I can't wait to this be over. <laughs> I can't hold this posture for another second. <laughs> <laughs> Please, man. You'll let you'll be relieved of the need to be liberated. Seriously, hiker will be fine as hiker today because you're not hiker. John will be exa- fine as John because you're not John. You're never gonna. It's never gonna be as fine as you want it when you're it. It's never. It's always gonna be under review. Doesn't it do that all day in your life? You're always gonna un- be under review if you're if you're underneath the topic of me, you know. If you are seen as a me, that me is always gonna be looked at, pecked at, cleaned over, protected, you know. Watch, see it. The Urban Renewal Project will just go on and on ad infinitum. You know how when they used to they in politics they always present there's a, a big builder wants to get a contract from the city and he says, Oh, it's only gonna be one million and obviously, oh it's run over budget, it's five million, and it's gonna go on for ten more years, it's thirty million. They're just raking in the cash. This is what it's like. Oh, I just want to improve myself. <laughs> 
<laughs> Your whole life is about never stop improving. Never. Okay. And then you, oh, I want to get out of that hamster wheel. It's not a wheel unless you're in it. Have you ever seen a hamster wheel in the cage? The hamster wheel is just a round metal thing. It's not doing, it's not wheeling. Yeah? It's when the hamster gets in it, it, ha- it has, you can call it a hamster wheel. You can't call it a wheel, really, because it's not moving anything. The hamster is it. So the hamster's in there going, I hate the wheel. I hate the wheel of life. You're it. You're the force of it. You're the engine. Oh, wait, you get thrown off. Oh, God. Incredible. God, stop the wheel. No, you just got out. The wheel is not self-generating. It doesn't come with a motor. You're the motor. There is no engine called seeking. You're the engine of seeking. You're not stuck in a, a like a, a seeking jet stream. You're you're the source of it, and it's based on some logic. Maybe that logic is faulty. Maybe you don't need to be perfect here. Maybe you, without doing anything, deserve a break. You know. Let's bring in the uh, the accountant and see if you accrued enough value to watch that Homeland show today. Did you help people today? Okay, yes, you get an hour of freedom from me. Not really, but an hour, yes. Go walk in the yard. Get back here. You got, what am I going to do tomorrow? i got to make money. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't see it as slavery? Not really, you know, doing stuff is fine. You, you know, we're action figures, whatever we seem to be. But the, the doing to produce a better you, you know, like... And you think, oh, meditation is so noble. The mind will do the same thing with meditation as it does with money. You'll probably, some people probably keep a record of how many hours of meditation they've done a year. Let me go over my spiritual books this year. Come on in. All right, 345 hours of meditation. Oh, that's pretty good. There's an up, and 2% up of grace came in with that. Uh, four, four retreats of 10 days or longer. Oh, your stock just rose. Yeah, okay. Let's see. What are the, what are the futures you want to sell? Well, I'm, I'm very arduous, and I'll keep on meditating every day for at least now. Okay, we'll buy some more stock. Go up. Yeah. Your spiritual portfolio is looking pretty good, Mr. Hedeman. Yes. Let's see what you got in your wardrobe. You got, let's see, the yoga pants. Yes. Are uh, they sweaty? Yes. So you've been doing it? Good. How about those running shoes? Let's see if there's any, you know, oh yeah, you've actually been using them. How about those bicycle helmets and all the gear? Have you been riding? Okay, yes. All right, man. You're doing pretty good. You should feel good about yourself. For how long? How long do you get it? How long do you get it to feel good about yourself? Half hour? Ten minutes? Everyone could be perfect. If the day was a second, we'd all do great. I would have been done already. Move to Sunday. Sunday, there went Monday, Tuesday. Jesus, fuck, I'm just a stabilized pole of incredible clarity. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, fuck, that was easy. Forty years. Woo! What are they talking about? Vigilance. There's no vigilance there. There's no fucking work. Uh, Afternoon. You know, there was, wasn't extreme sports or extreme practice of spirituality in a second. Yeah. But what happens is 901 leads to 902. In the mental state, in the selfing, there's time. And it's a huge influence. 
It's like a big hand on the back, a big hand on your back pushing you out of this moment to the next moment with hopes of accruing more value for the moment, which is this moment. The me will say, you won't feel the slavery with the me. The me is totally oriented to be subjugated. Yes? It's so small. It's, a, it's possibilities. We've gone over every one of them. Oh, the one. When the one happens. How many ones have you had? Six or seven? The one. Well, that was the one 2013. The one. The one 2016. That's going to be the model, baby. That's it. Has anything ever put you over the hump? It's because you... Uh, whatever, you know... Yes, I've had a lot of emails lately. <laughs> you know, if you don't like this message, I'm not going to change the tune. Go somewhere else if you want to practice stuff. It's fine. Practicing is good. But it's not a raft to the other shore. You know, the other shore is the exact same shore you're on now. <laughs> the only hopes that will happen is if this me drowns on the journey. <laughs> Basically, that's why you want to get the raft so you can put the me on it. <laughs> so that this shore is now the shore. I fuck with you, me. That the other shore is nothing. It's just like this shore. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I am. I love this message. Because it's a freedom that's worth its fucking... It's worth the definition of the name of it. Yeah. Because it's not dependent on outside circumstances and situations. It's not dependent on a working knee or an unworking knee. It's not dependent on, I have a girlfriend, I don't have a girlfriend. Because I've gone through all the gamut of a life lived here as an action figure. You know? And yet that had, was never moved, never dimmed. The access seemed to be unavailable, but not on its side. You know, like that old story I used to use with Heaven's Door. You know, where, you know, I, things haven't been working out for me, so I want, you know, I was hoping I could get to Heaven faster. You know, so I find, get the map and I go to Heaven's Door and I knock on the door. And it opens up immediately, which is very disconcerting, you know. God was, like, hovering right at the door. And so I go, can I come in? And he goes, no, Paul can't come in. So I walk away, and I figure, well, I haven't done enough. You know, I need to accrue spiritual value, purification. So I work my butt off. I'm meditating. i got the patchouli oil, nice yoga outfits. The loving gaze is down. You know what I mean? I'm doing foot massages and, you know, you know, Herbal rubs, usually on very beautiful women's backs, you know. But I, it would, I would do it on anyone's, really. And <laughs> it's all right. Now I'm ready. Knock on the door, and then he's there right away again. Woo! And I give him my resume. I go, and I'm pretty proud of myself. Jesus Christ! You know, everyone's told me I'm spiritual. So, so I go, can I come in? He goes, Paul can't come in. So I what? What? Well, now I'm pissed, you know. So now I leave. I say, fuck this. I get loaded. I'm just living fucking two women at once and all this. Just do whatever I can, you know. Just screw all this, you know. And then I 
get whacked and I, get, I fall in the water of life and I get washed up on the shore and it's right near the heaven's door and something happens when I get up. As I'm getting up, my mind shifts and then I knock on the door and God's right there. And I go, can I come in? And God says once again, Paul can't come in. But I walk right by. Yeah. Because I'm not Paul. He was, it wasn't a personal it wasn't a personal stop. He was just saying a fact. Any mind identified as Paul or Steve or John or Mary cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah? I took it as it was directed at me. It was directed at me, but I'm not that me, you see? And as soon as that was recognized, I walked right in. All the requirements were on my side, not on that side. So that's it, eh? Yeah. Yeah.